Welcome to the Audit Podcast, the number one podcast for the audit profession. Be sure to check the show notes for all of our social media channels and to sign up for the Audit Podcast newsletter. Now, here's your host, Trent Russell. This podcast is sponsored by Green Skies Analytics, where they do everything tech-related, but only for internal audit. Although compliance and risk management, y'all are cool too, so feel free to check it out also. To find out more, please visit greenskiesanalytics.com, but it's more likely that you're just going to Google it. So to find out more, please Google Green Skies Analytics. This podcast is also brought to you by AuditBoard, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. AuditBoard's integrated suite of easy-to-use audit, risk, and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with AuditBoard's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit AuditBoard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see AuditBoard's award-winning platform in action today. Today on the show, we have Jahendran GS, who is the co-founder of Prudent AI, where they have created a modern analytics platform, superpowering digital ready audit teams. Prior to co-founding Prudent AI, Jahendran was the senior manager of enterprise intelligence analytics at Ernst & Young. Some of the things that we talk about, of course, analytics, um, but we talk about why auditors aren't using analytics more, which is a question that we've been trying to figure out for a while now within the audit analytics community. Uh, we also talk about why analytics should be coming to the auditor instead of the auditor to the analytics. So instead of audit learning how to code and write scripts for analytics and how to automate it, um, while we can't use these secure online analytics tools where all the hard work is done for you, so you can just simply see the exceptions and the risks without having to learn this completely different skill set. And I just I love the way Jandron um, put that, why analytics should be coming to the auditor instead of the auditor to the analytics. Uh, and then we also talk about what's missing with people that are currently in an audit analytics role. Uh, in the show notes, we have links to the Prodit AI website. So check that out and book a demo if you're interested in easily getting analytics into your audit process. Here we go. Uh, so I know, Jay, you are a chartered accountant and now you are this data scientist. So I'm, I'm curious about your journey, how you went from chartered accountant to chartered accountant slash data scientist? My journey from a, a chartered accountant to a chartered accountant slash data scientist. Uh, I, I think even before I became a chartered accountant, I was a programmer. I always uh, enjoyed and uh, looked forward to working with technology. But when I started out, I started out as an auditor. I think I touched a couple of other roles in the accounting space as well, uh, including being an accountant, uh, a regular regular accounting keeping jobs. And I also did a lot of outsourced work for tax and accounting, uh, bring back a lot of work West. And I think all through, uh, I've always been one of the most tech savvy accountants uh, within my peer group. And when 2007, when EY came along and they were starting their analytics department, I think it was a perfect opportunity for me. And from 2007 to 2016, I think I was part of EY's journey in the analytics uh, space as well. Uh, initially as a consultant, then I realized uh, there was a lot of opportunity for uh, doing a lot of work inwards inside EY itself. Uh, first started out as a audit support service, then I was running that center of excellence for some time. 
and then eventually uh, building products as well. So that journey has essentially been uh, almost like a natural transition for me uh, into the analytics space and then eventually further and further into technology and data science. So that's, I guess that that's how I became a data scientist. So where I think I started out with analytics and EY and discovered that this was my, uh, almost the thing I wanted to do the most. And since then, how have you seen accounting firms, how have you seen them change with adoption of technology in general? So accounting firms uh, are generally, and accountants in general, have been slightly slower adopters of technology. They've traditionally been bound by their rules and their world, which is generally slightly hard to understand for people coming from a technology stream. Uh, but, but what I've seen over the years is that they do take to technology well, and where they see a very powerful use case, there's no going back. So my journey has significantly been about what EY has done, and EY has been one of the leaders in this space. They've put a lot of effort and investment in adoption of technology in the audit space. And I've seen, I've seen this grow, and I've seen how it initially was an optional service, and then it became a mandatory part of audit to a part where they've built a whole range of technology tools, which uh, I've, I've been a part of, uh, I've been lucky to be a part of as well. And where audit is very richly served by technology. And what, and you talk to a lot of auditors also, <clears throat> as do I, and um, I'm curious for the folks that you see that are using analytics and the folks that aren't, why aren't more auditors using analytics? So auditors, uh, why aren't they using so much more analytics? Uh, I think the answer to the question comes initially from how analytics has been designed and offered to auditors. I think initially auditors were expected to come to the analytics space and not the other way around. Uh, and ideally, analytics should be coming towards the audit space uh, because audit is a specialist space by itself. Uh, to explain that, uh, initially a lot of analytics was all exploratory and uh, a lot of insights and visuals uh, to begin with. And this did not fit very well in the audit space. I think auditors needed uh, a lot more specific work done in their domain for them to be able to adopt this further. And uh, this is probably the main reason why there has not been so much of uh, adoption of analytics in the audit space. How do you think we could fix the problem? So we can fix the problem. I think the fix for the problem of auditors not adopting analytics enough, I think lies significantly in uh, being able to contextualize it for them and give them results that they can consume. Uh, I think no auditor really enjoys uh, 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 insights that are, that are very generalized unless it is specifically connected to an audit program. Uh, things like transaction scoring where you score maybe 1,500 or 10,000 transactions is medium risk. And now the auditor has one more data point to deal with. And uh, he also has, like a, has to figure out what to do with it. Uh, that's not an ideal situation. And uh, I think removing situations like that and making it very specific to what they can consume will make auditors adopt technology better. Hey everyone, thank you for continuing to listen to the show. We want to say thank you again to our sponsors over at Audit Board, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. 
Audit Board's integrated suite of easy to use audit risk and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with Audit Board's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit auditboard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see Audit Board's award-winning platform in action today. What about for those that are interested in being the audit that comes to the analytics? Where where would you start if you started over? Maybe where did you start? So auditors who want to come to analytics almost always start in Excel, right? Or Excel is the Swiss Army knife of accounting. It's still continues to be. And I think they subsequently graduate into tools beyond Excel, typically ACL or IDEA, uh, maybe SQL Server, uh, if, you're, if you're a slightly more programming inclined. These are the areas which auditors branch out to. But, but I feel that this is a very technology-specific journey. They're probably better off adopting tools which, which still keep them as experts in the audit space and uh, which allows them to uh, be very specific uh, in their domain. What about for the folks that are in analytics right now? Um, mm-hmm. such as yourself, what would you say is, is the, maybe the one thing that the folks in audit analytics are missing right now? In the audit analytics space today, I think what we are missing significantly is, is the context and uh, where there is a lot of focus on, uh, on uh, providing a lot of insights and providing a lot of self-service kind of queries, query modules. I think a lot more should be done towards focusing entirely on risk coverage. I think auditors would benefit significantly and the audit community would benefit significantly if analytics can be applied and specifically provide them with a lot of risk coverage. And uh, I think that is, that is really what is, what is the missing element today. Yeah. And so there's a lot of, we'll call them problems. I mean, they're not problems. It's just analytics is, is difficult. Um, what are you guys doing to maybe make that easier or solve some of the problems that we've talked about? So at Prudent AI, uh, we understand this uh, learning curve for analytics is actually quite steep and it's not fair to expect a majority of the audit population to actually do that. So what we're trying to do is uh, essentially three things. Uh, One, I think we want to first and foremost, provide context-based analytics. We want to tie our outputs directly to audit programs and risk and control matrices. So people have a very specific purpose for any data point or analytic output that they get from the system. Secondly, we want to provide uh, audit, audit analytics to cover a lot of the routine risks through technology, uh, uh, routine risk coverage procedures through technology, so that the audit specialists can specifically limit and focus their role on the deeper investigative and ad hoc kind of work in audits. And the third and the final point that we want to do is to bring audit to a continuous basis, almost like a continuous audit, so that audit almost becomes a preventive control. And we've seen use cases where this has been very, very effective, uh, where transactions are being audited either prepayment or sometimes even near real time. So what, how, have you, how have you guys made it easy? What's the, what would be the step? So the, the step is to specifically 
uh, link all the work to a risk and control matrix, for example, uh, or a risk uh, RACM or RCM as the firms call it. So uh, whatever analytic queries or whatever audit analytic tests, even if it's a machine learning test, even if it's written by an AI algorithm, which has learned over millions of transactions, we want to make sure it has a context. And uh, that context is directly understood in audit language. Mm-hmm. So that the output and the context are very easily correlated. So to give you an example, right? So if you have a control that says uh, purchase orders above $1 million needs to be approved by someone. Mm-hmm. And then you're checking in audit, for example, for PO splitting, which is like a classic test you check, right? Where you're, are you doing two orders of 900000 to the same vendor back to back, effectively bypassing that control? I think... That's a test, for example, needs to be directly provided as subverting this control, mm-hmm. right? So you need to be able to say that as opposed to saying something that is one of the things we are trying not to do, more importantly, is also to not offer something that is very generalized. We don't want the auditors to audit through insight, right? So we want them to audit with findings, all right, you've covered a lot of good stuff. I know it's fascinating to me to always have these conversations, just given my uh, analytics background, but is there anything else that you want to leave the audience with? Sure, yeah. So one of the things that we're trying trying our best to do is uh, in terms of increasing the adoption of analytics in audit. Uh, and we feel that it's something that needs to be done fast because this has been like a, a coming soon kind of a project from... Mm-hmm. 2008 when I started. So it's been 13 years. I think it needs to come already. And I think one of the challenges has always been about uh, throwing a lot of technology and power of technology back at the auditor. Yeah, technology is powerful, sure. It works well for sure. But I think it becomes easy only when it's contextualized and uh, only when the auditor can actually adopt it by people who are telling him how it works in his world, by people who are speaking his language. Uh, more than people who are throwing more and more powerful technology back at an auditor and then telling him to telling him to just simply use it. I think that's the problem that we are trying to solve for in Prudent AI now, and uh, we we are looking forward to making making that difference now in the audit world. All right, perfect. Glad we have good folks like yourself on this to solve the problem, Jay. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was great having you on. Uh, Thanks. Thanks, Trent. Uh, Thanks for having me. Hey, everyone. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Audit Podcast. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, I'm sure there's a subscribe button somewhere. So please hit the subscribe button there. If you're listening through iTunes or Spotify, feel free to go give us that five-star rating. It only took me about 16 seconds to give myself a five-star review. And it really helps to get future guests to come on the show. So we'd really appreciate that. Lastly, be sure to check out the show notes and follow us on all our social media channels on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on TikTok. Also, if interested, please sign up for our weekly newsletter from the Audit Podcast. Thank you all. Have a great one.